Some of the most interesting interactions that I've had in my life during school times was right after the exams, okay? I used to have these group of friends. Some of them were average in academics. Some of them were like their rankers. And it was always interesting to have a chat with them right after the exam, right? We all have had these set of friends who we would interact right after the exam and they would be like, I'm not sure if I actually did really well in my exams. And then wait a minute, after a month, you see the results and they have like literally passed out with like flying colors. Like they have like a 95 percentile or even above that and really, really have done very well, which is completely unexpected of um, from the first conversation that you have with them right after the exam. We all tend to find um, such friends really annoying who underestimate themselves. But in reality, behavioral science kind of says that it is actually true. People who have a lot of knowledge and expertise tend to have less confidence in their own abilities. And that's what's called Dunning-Kruger effect or the Concord effect. And it's something that a lot of scientists over the period of time have spoken about. Today's podcast on Outreach Cast is all about this. Honestly, behavioral science does a lot of these studies which have been questioned quite a lot of time when they are replicated and the findings seem to be a little different and then you figure out something else. But I'm just going to focus a lot on our everyday conversations, interactions and kind of point of view we start making of people around us and then kind of tie it up with this behavioral research that was done. So. Dunning-Kruger effect is basically more like a valley. If you can imagine, if you are standing in a valley, you've got these two mountain hills and you've got people in the middle. And that's what the confidence levels looks like of a lot of people. So people who have really less um, competence, expertise, knowledge, tend to be more confident But as you start building on your knowledge, that confidence goes down and it it really drastically makes you feel a lot of self-doubt. So what really happens is that we just never know what we are good at because we assume that what comes easily to us comes easily to everyone around us, right? And we start to doubt that are we even exceptional? Are we even unique in the way we are? And we just rob ourselves of the opportunity to spot what we are special or talented at. And what's more interesting is that people who feel that, you know, um, that they have a lot of talents and you know, they're feeling more confident, even if they don't have enough knowledge, they might actually be below average performers. And it kind of comes as a shock, doesn't it? And this discrepancy can cause us to make a lot of bad choices about opportunities we want to pursue, career decisions that we make. And we just kind of turn around and just ask people like our friends, families, even colleagues, listen, what am I good at? Right. And is it that I'm literally making a bad choice? I myself have found myself asking this question. Am I making the right decision? or career choice based on the confidence that I have on my own knowledge, my own abilities, and it it kind of is 
really excruciating and it's very very difficult isn't it because it's very difficult for us to have trust on our own abilities and we might only be able to objectively see ourselves when we interact with others how did this research actually come alive in cornell university in 1990s david dunning and justin kruger started this entire study and of course they brought in some of the people from the university a lot of students more or less who who came in and you know were part of this entire experimentation right um and what they found was that people who ranked at the bottom 25% of any test predicted that they were more or less on the 62nd percentile so it basically means someone who actually ranks the lowest or maybe like you know uh, right at the bottom is thinking that he's 60% tile like he's on the top of 60% of people in their class and what happened was that people who were on the top 25% predicted that they are actually much lower and this is something that even um richard teller found when he was interacting with the management students around him and tried to ask them to estimate where they would lie in their percentiles when they complete the course these these kind of you know misconceptions of our own abilities is kind of really shocking it is kind of unnerving for anyone who comes across these kind of studies right and it has been replicated very recently in 2016 as well and they found that even with the latest statistical softwares this study actually finds the same results people who are in the top generally kind of have an inferior view about themselves or their own abilities while people who are right at the bottom kind of look at themselves being at the higher up and this is more the game of confidence right and that's that's where the logic comes into play it doesn't make a logical sense why we would do that why would we doubt ourselves when we have the larger knowledge and that reminds me of what albert einstein says that the more you learn the more you realize what you don't know and that's that's what drives you to learn and keep learning and i think today's time that's what we are doing a post pandemic era where we are relearning unlearning and learning again with a lot more forthright insights and um drive that we might have not seen in ourselves over a period of time at an individual level this has a long lasting impact it takes a lot of time to kind of shake off that self doubt that we might have but if you look at it from a systemic point of view can you imagine more and more individuals who have a lot of knowledge don't come out confidently to speak up what happens is the narrative around you is then driven by people who are more confident in speaking up and people who don't have enough knowledge and that's what drives misinformation in today's time right you've got politicians you've got people who might have less knowledge but they are kind of speaking up on political issues driving people towards their philosophies and ideologies and kind of bringing in changes that might not be correct might not be right at a lot of levels and may not be driven by knowledge it could be scientific or even like through your own experiences and when we avoid educating the public you just 
realize how difficult it would become to kind of step out from the negative impact of misinformation. It really, really leads to us not learning from the opportunities that are there and gain from it to make a better society for ourselves. It is very important to address this effect in a systemic level, at a cultural level, at an individual level. Because what happens is that it forces us or influences us to listen to the more confident people before the reputable people. People who speak first and loudest before those whose words hold the most merit. It is really, really important that we address it. And it could be done in multiple ways. One of the things that, you know, I spoke to some psychologists and some behavioral science people as well. And what they said was that maybe you need to kind of try and see yourself relative to another person in the same space, in the same room, and then compare yourself. Not a lot of people would be happy to compare themselves with another, but it would help you understand where you where your actual standing is. You would realize that when you gave your exams, um, maybe yours wasn't very good because you missed out one or two questions, but there are a bunch of us out there who have missed out at least four or five questions on by just sleeping over it or com completely zoning out of the exams, right? So when you compare yourself with others around you, you would really understand where you actually stand. The second thing is, is that, um, it's not really, really bad to know that, you know, there are certain things that you need to build, you need to learn further. New levels of learning or new opportunities where you need to kind of build your skill sets is just an, another opportunity to grow. It is another opportunity to learn and kind of, you know, develop your expertise in another area altogether. So always be open to understanding or these kind of opportunities that come open for you where you realize you're not good at certain things and you need to build on to that. There is a lot of some things that you need to learn. And lastly, I would say just be open to any kind of feedback that, that comes to you. It could be constructive feedback that could really help you out. Low performers are known to not receive criticism well and are generally disinterested in self-improvement. The moment you see those traits happening to you, you need to figure out that you need to brush it off and kind of move forward and like really, really build those skill sets and work on that feedback that you get. It's really important that you brush it off. One of the last few thoughts that I would like to leave you with is that when people start telling you that you are an expert, you know a skill set and you're really good at it, trust them because they might actually be true and in your self-doubt you're not able to see it. So be open to those kind of thoughts, those understandings and kind of try and work to shake off that self-doubt that you have. At this note, I would like to remind all my listeners about this initiative called Ask Twice, where I'm requesting each one of you to reach out to a friend, a family member, an acquaintance, your colleague, and just ask them how they are doing. And ask this question twice, because the first time they might just think it's a courtesy ask. 
But the second time when you ask them the same question, they realize that you're kind of creating that safe environment where you can have a conversation about how they're really doing. Open that space out so that you can help another person shake off that self-doubt. And you might realize that when you converse with that person, they make you realize that you are an expert after all in what you kind of say and what you kind of do. So have that conversation. Until the next week. Take care. Bye.